Hey there, welcome to the Friday edition of Following the Truth. I'm Gary Zimak. I can't believe this is happening to me again. You know, I got a five-minute show, and oftentimes, more often than not, I concentrate on the gospel, and I deliver the gospel, I read it, and I talk a little bit about it. But it so happens that there were times when I the first reading is so good and matches the gospel, and that I feel I'm supposed to share both of them. Today is one of those days, so this has been happening a lot lately. I'm going to try to get to it. Let me do the readings now. We'll get right to them. We'll talk about them. Working for what matters. Choosing how to spend our time to work for what really matters. To grow closer to God and to make it to heaven. Let's look at the first reading. St. Paul's letter to the Philippians, chapter 3, beginning of verse 17. Paul writes, Join with others in being imitators of me, brothers and sisters, and observe those who thus conduct themselves according to the model you have in us. For many, as I have often told you, and now tell you even in tears, conduct themselves as enemies of the cross of Christ. Their end is destruction. Their God is their stomach. Their glory is their shame, is in their shame. Their minds are occupied with earthly things. Ooh. But our citizenship is in heaven. And from it, we also await a Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. He will change our lowly body to conform with his glorified body by the power that enables him also to bring all things into subjection to himself. Therefore, my brothers and sisters, whom I love and long for, my joy and crown in this way, stand firm in the Lord, beloved. The Gospel, Luke chapter 16, beginning in verse 1, Jesus said to his disciples, A rich man had a steward who was reported to him for squandering his property, he summoned him and said, What is this I hear about you? Prepare a full account of your stewardship, because you can no longer be my steward. The steward said to himself, What shall I do now that my master is taking the position of steward away from me? I'm not strong enough to dig, and I'm too ashamed to beg. I know what I shall do, that when I am removed from the stewardship, they may welcome me into their homes. He called in his master's debtors one by one. To the first, he said, how much do you owe my master? He replied, 100 measures of olive oil. He said to him, here's your promissory note. Sit down and quickly write one for 50. Then to another, he said, and you, how much do you owe? He replied, 100 measures of wheat. He said to him, here is your promissory note. Write one for 80. And the master commended that dishonest steward for acting prudently. For the children of this world are more prudent in dealing with their own generation than the children of light. Okay, got through the reading, so now we can talk. These are amazing readings. This is a troubling gospel, wouldn't you say? Jesus is commending that dishonest steward. So here we have a guy, but the reason Jesus is doing it, he wants to get our attention. He's not commending him for cheating. He's commending him for being resourceful. We have a guy who's managing the goods the resources of his his boss. And his boss finds out that he's skimming a little off the top, so he wants to get rid of him. He's going to lose his job, right? And this guy schemes and tries to think, well, what am I going to do? How am I going to survive? So he calls in all the people who owe money to his boss, and he said, look, how much do you owe? You owe $50? Write a new promissory note for 25 But he's playing with his boss's money. That's dishonest. But in the meantime... These people who he's cutting the brakes to, they're starting to like him. And his hope is they're going to take care of him. 
after he loses his job. You see what's happening here? Jesus doesn't say, you did a good job for being dishonest. He's commending this guy for being shrewd enough to take care of himself when he loses his job. And what this tells us, and as Jesus sums this up, he reminds us, if we're smart enough to find ways to to get a bargain and to accumulate wealth in this world and take care of our own needs, we should be putting that to use to make sure we are storing up treasures in heaven. What am I doing and how hard am I working to make sure I get to heaven? And the secret is in that first reading when St. Paul is cautioning us, don't let your stomach be your God. Sometimes you do without for a greater good. Keep your focus on heaven. Be smart in heavenly things. Good stuff, right? Have a great weekend. We'll talk to you next week. Bye-bye.